Hey guys, welcome back to the Sanity Takeover Continued once again. Um, first off, I would like to say we've been doing this podcast for a year now, and I'm really excited. I know Siggy and Claire cannot be here again. Claire's on her honeymoon, and Siggy is actually away on vacation right now as well. Um, I will talk about Claire's wedding, but I really want to wait for Claire and Siggy to get back to touch base on it because there's just so many details that I know Claire would love to talk to you guys about herself um, and Siggy as well. But I can say that her wedding was amazing and so much fun. And me and Siggy and Claire were dancing the whole night away. So it was really like a fun, amazing wedding. And Claire looked stunning, absolutely breathtaking. There's so much stuff I want to tell you, but I just want to wait for them. So with that said, I'm just celebrating a year podcast without them right now. Just saying. And I do have some special guests with me today. I don't have my friends, but I do have some family members. And my first family member is my sister, Nikki. Hey, girl. How's it going? Hey, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) And my second guest is my mom. My mom, my lovely mother who I always talk about. Hey, mom. Hi. It's a pleasure being here today. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, I'm really glad you guys came on board today for the podcast. Um, Well, thanks for having us. Yeah, And just so everybody knows, Nick, can you just talk a little bit about yourself, like how old you are? (laughs) Well, way to throw it out there. I thought a girl was never supposed to reveal her age. Well, because you're my family, it's okay. I hope hope they don't ask me that question. (laughs) Mom, we'll we'll pass on you for today, Mom. (laughs) But I'm Nick. Yeah. So how old are you? Just so everybody knows. So when we talk about things, they can get a better idea of who you are as a person and how just like where you stand in relationships and life. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm 31. I just turned 31. I just celebrated my birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, And and I'm still I still feel like a young 31 year old. So it's cool. Like, what does that mean? Like a young 31 year old? Well, it's simple. I still look to have fun and, and go out and enjoy myself, enjoy my family, my husband, my kids and just so everybody knows, okay, my sister, how long have you been married for now? Three years. How long have you been with your significant other? Almost 11. 11 years. Wow. I know. And you've only been married three. But, <laughs> yeah. okay, so you also have two kids. How old are your kids? My daughter is, I hate to say it like this, but it's she's 19 months, a little over a year and a half. And my other daughter is now six weeks. Do you think it's weird when people are like, oh, she's 19 months? Like, why can't you just say a year and a half? You know I am, people do that? I hate that. And I am truly you just the person. Did that. I know, but <laughs> I really, it's really the only way to kind of explain how she is right now. She, when Reagan is my first daughter, when she was born, it was fabulous. I was excited. But when Ryan was born, my second daughter, Reagan was a year and a half. And it's absolutely insane that I kind of put myself through that craziness, but it's totally worth it. What do you mean by that? Like put yourself through craziness. Isn't it amazing to have two beautiful, healthy, gorgeous nieces that I have that I love so much and I could talk about them all day. Absolutely. But- it is the best thing I've ever done in my life. But you have to understand my year and a half year old, I keep saying she's like a tornado. She is all over the place, ball of energy, constantly going, 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 going. And then, of course, you have to take care of this brand new baby who just needs attention and needs love. And and it's hard. A lot of people don't realize how hard it really is. And And they're so close together that it's so good. And honestly, Reagan is the best big sister. Really? Oh, my God. Like last night. For example, I have a funny story. Okay. So last night she wasn't feeling too well. So she got a little Benadryl before bed. Who? Reagan. Okay. And so she kind of was moving around more in her bed throughout the night than she normally does. Mm -hmm. Well, I was looking at the monitor and all of a sudden she kind of fell out of the bed only... (gasps) In her sleep? In her sleep, only the top half. And so (laughs) she had literally both arms braced on the floor. Still asleep. Still asleep. Arms locked, head up. And she was just hanging out there (laughs) waiting. For those of you who don't know, Reagan has a little big girl bed in her room. Yeah, she has that she a little sleeps on. Bed, yeah, that she tra- just transitioned. Just yeah, transitioned to into. before Ryan showed up. And so I went up there and I 
laid her back normal and I pulled her blanket up and she looked up at me, eyes still closed, Aww. but kind of just, oh, she goes, baby, baby. Oh, <laughs> like she was looking like for her sister. Like she was sister. looking for her sister and oh. make sure everything was okay. She's, She's so the cute. best big sister and it makes it <clears throat> so worth it. That's amazing. So my next question for you, well, mom, we can get to you in a little bit, but for right now, we'll focus on you, Nikki. <laughs> For Deal. those of you who don't know, Nikki uh, is the oldest of my sisters and she's 31. I'm 29 and I have a younger sister who's 26. So me and Nikki are very close in age, but mm-hmm. Nikki, you are married with two kids at 31 and I'm only 29 and I'm here just like playing with my dog and hanging out with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> so I keep though- trying to find you a man, but it's not working. <laughs> Anyway, um, (laughs) I'm not focused on finding anybody right now, but thanks for the lookout. But um, what was I going to say? Yeah. So we're so close in age. We're only, what, 19 months apart. And we just have two different lifestyles going on right now. Yeah. Which is crazy. Um, But I wanted to ask you, being married and having two kids, like, how do you have... You've been with Chris for how long? Chris is her husband. I've been with Chris for a total of almost 11 years. Okay, you said that earlier. So being with somebody for 11 years, how do you keep your relationship spicy and vibrant and still finding time for one another to make the relationship work? How do you guys make it work? Well, you just said it. It's finding time for one another. We make sure to every once in a while do things for just us. And that's important in a relationship is, you know, with kids, it's crazy. And you can really easily lose sight of yourself. And your significant other. So for me, we make sure to find time for us, whether that's, you know, spending a couple of hours by ourselves going out to dinner or how many times do you do that monthly, weekly? Like how many times works for you? You know, it's hard to say because I, I never really actually thought about it or figured out how many times we do that. We just try and make efforts like we know Um, like if we have something we want to do, you know, we're very blessed to have family local and some people are, are lucky like that. Some others aren't, but you know, what does that mean when you have family local, like that they just take, are able to take care of your kids? Right. So like, I'm so thankful that I have my mom, my sisters, my dad, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law who are able to help and watch our children when Chris and I want to do things that still keep us kind of young. Yeah. So, you know, we can go out to dinner or go to a concert or whatever. But at the same time, even if it's just the two of us in bed before we go to sleep, finding, you know, a moment, a moment to each other and enjoying each other and having fun. That's what it's about. You have to have fun in your relationships. Do you um, do you ever like feel like you have to dress like sexy every once in a while for him? To um, keep it like going or do you just do you just have a relationship where you don't need to do that? And it just is what it is. So it, it's funny because, you know, when you're younger, you think that's what it's about. You have to dress up and you have to have all these like cute little outfits and enjoy yourselves. But let me tell you something. Those outfits last like two seconds before they're taken off and thrown Ew! on the floor. I don't want to hear that. Here's our clothes. You asked. Oh, my God. No wonder why she has two kids at 31. Anyway. I mean, it's just, it's just interesting to be with somebody for 11 years and only married for three. Yeah. So my next question is, how would you last that long without being married? Were you ever worried that maybe you're wasting time with this person that it would never happen or because I know that you always wanted to get married one day. But like, how did you keep the faith in your relationship going? You know, because sometimes people lose sight and they, and they just want to get married so quick and they they I feel like they're always waiting for the ring or wait, how why what made you wait so long and how did you do that? <laughs> it's not without a lot of patience, but no, for real you know, you have to understand something. I met my husband when I was 20 years old. So I was in college. I was still having fun. I just, you know, I knew he was the man for me. It was kind of a mutual understanding. We both kind of knew that it was, it was it, but we knew we were young. We had a lot to do. We had a lot of fun to be had and we just kind of went with it. And, and it did take, like I said, a lot of patience, you know, after a few years, I started to think to myself, all right, well, when could this happen? But we yeah. made we made all the decisions right for us. You know, everybody has their own decisions to make with what yeah, works best Nick. for them. For me, you know, mm-hmm. we moved in with each other and... You were just doing... But 
you know how people are like, you should never move in with, with somebody before you get married. Yeah. So I'm went a so backwards. thankful that we did because let me tell you, we almost broke up, but yeah, that's because when you move, when you move in with somebody, that's what usually happens. But exactly. if you're married, you have no choice but to make it work. Well, so let me scary. tell you. So moving in without being married, you have a choice to make it work or not make it work, but you're stronger if you choose to make it work. And my husband and I, we made it work and we had a lot of fun. And, you know, I still remember the day that he proposed. It's like the first and only time he's ever truly surprised me. I what did he do for you? Oh, it was fabulous. He came home. Oh, let me, I'll start over. I remember being at work thinking, God, I hope he proposes soon. Today, this weekend would be the perfect weekend, but I know it's not going to happen. When he's ready, it will happen. At least that's what I just kept telling myself until it actually did happen. (laughs) And I remember getting home and going to walk in the door to our condo and the door was locked and we never locked the door because we always, there's, you had to have like a key to get into the building. And I'm like, why is the door locked? And I opened the door and there he is standing with our puppy, Brinley, who I'm a brand new puppy, a brand new puppy, my little baby. And we had talked about getting a dog, but not for a little while. And I was so excited. I grabbed the puppy. We even knew the puppy's name. So I knew she was going to be Brinley and I'm holding her and I walk into our kitchen and he goes, well, she brought you a present. And I said, what? And he slid the ring around her collar oh and God. took it off. And of course, I just start bawling my eyes his, out. His engagement was perfect with a puppy. I ha- and, and it was a true surprise. So you it was, no, did you I had no, of course, oh, I just bawled my eyes out. Oh my God. I was so excited and so happy. And then we had all our, <laughs> our friends come over and celebrate and That's we drank really nice. and just had a really good night. Oh, and he, um, he also did, I guess this is like a thing to do. The guys go and speak to the father. Oh yeah. And he did have a conversation with our dad, which was so funny. <laughs> My dad, I can only imagine what he said to him. And I have to give Chris credit for doing that on his own to go and speak with mm-hmm. our dad before he popped the question. Well, that's actually a funny story too, because he was supposed to go out with me and my girlfriend and her husband. Well, yeah, her husband at the time. And he was like running late and we were going to dinner and he kept saying, I'll be there in a little bit. I'll be there in a little bit. Come to find out he had gone to talk with my dad to get his permission. And of course, before he went out with you, before he went out with us. And of course my dad was so excited. He's like shots, you know? And so they started drinking, having a couple of drinks with dad, with dad. Oh God. And then Chris had to come up with an excuse as to why he was feeling good by the time he got to me. And so he said that he was helping our friend's mother move furniture and she he gave made him some lie because oh he smelled like God. alcohol when he yes. got to you. But meanwhile, he was so nervous. He was probably chugging everything back when he was talking to dad anyway. Yes. So, but it was actually a funny story. Well, that's like really, I mean, a lot for those um, people that are listening. My sister's love story is kind of, you know, a really nice story for those of you who are in a relationship for a long time and you're waiting. I guess just have patience and feel it out for yourself, you know, if you want to get married or not, or if you can wait that long, because I know, I don't think I can really wait that long and I would probably dead the situation. What are you going to say, mom? From a mom's or from a parent's perspective, I was like wondering what was going on. They were dating for so long. Yeah. I was expecting the ring to come and I was really getting concerned for my daughter. Like, why isn't he proposing you know, you can't really push anybody to make decisions and you just have to wait and you can see that they love each other and they, you knew that the relationship was wonderful. But from a mom's perspective, I was like uh, wondering what was taking so long. Yeah. And I feel like <laughs> I would want to leave the relationship and usually if it's meant to be, then they come back and usually propose usually. So if anybody's listening, try it. <laughs> yes and no. Remember, yes sometimes no. it's better to stick it out. If you know that that person is the one for you, then stick it out because like, it'll happen. One. But I don't know if I would wait that long and not get a ring. But you, if you were that young, like that's why I think I waited so long is because I knew I was still young and I knew I was still having fun. And honestly, it has a lot to do with funds. It has a lot to do with the money that would cost to have a wedding. My wedding was very expensive. It's not, you know... Thanks. That's true, but you don't have to have an expensive wedding. Yeah, but I have high taste. <laughs> oh, well, that's you. Anyway, Mom, how's it going over there? Oh, it's going. It's going. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, my parents separated when I was how old? 
I oh. was a freshman in high school. So, so how old you were in I was like probably 13, yep. 12. How long were you guys separated before you got divorced? A very long time. How many years do you I'm going to say 10 years at least. So at my, least. For those of you who don't know, my parents got separated and then got divorced years later, but it was kind of the best thing for me and my sisters because they remained friends and did everything that they could for their us, kids, yeah. for us. So um, even though my parents got separated and divorced for us, they made it work and it ended up being a great thing for our family in a weird way yeah. to say that. Well, it's difficult for the parents when they go through divorce to be kind to each other because you always have animosity or different reasons. But um, for your kids' sake, if you can do that, it really makes for better kids. And once you know that they're grown and uh, able to handle everything, then uh, you deal with your own issues. So that's kind of what we did. Yeah, you guys remained friends for us, even though you had your own issues going on, which is amazing because it's hard when when your kids dealing with your parents splitting when you, yeah. when you live with them and you're accustomed to being in the same household with them and then they're no longer doing that anymore. It's kind of a weird shakeup in the family. So um, our my parents did the right thing. So thank you, mom, for doing that. Don't you you're agree? Like, I do. I think it was great. I mean, it definitely forces you as children to grow up faster. I know for me, it felt like that. Um, I kind of had to take on different roles and like um, what be what <laughs> <laughs> Dear. just different, like more responsibilities around the household, you know, taking care of my sisters a little bit more than I did. I prior. think I took care of you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just had to step you up. Did. To the you did. You had to step up and, and you grow up and you see different things. And, and I really think that, you know, I mean, our dad literally lived around the block from us. He did most of, and he was a part of our life. So we have both, we were lucky. Right. We, we not a lot of divorced parents but that's or divorced my point. families go have it as lucky as we do. Absolutely. So, that's my point. What the only some, problem is as a, as a single woman then to have your ex so close and stopping by and being helping with the family, which is wonderful for the kids. It's really not good for your dating life. For dating life. <laughs> I mean, it's really... But when you have young kids, are you really looking to date? Uh, I wasn't, actually. So I was focused on raising yeah. you until you were old enough. And that was what my life entailed. So everything got put on the back burner. So you were, you like, if you have three young kids that teenagers that are just crazy, <laughs> like we are, it's very hard, I think, to go out and go date when you have to pick up this one at soccer practice, this one at dance or dance recitals, and you have your kids all over the place. It's really hard to make time for you. So what are any tips or advice can you let, I guess, let people know from raising kids and being a single mom? Well, I can, I can only say what was good for me. i my world evolves around my kids and I, um, just focused on them. So I did sacrifice my own, uh, future. Do you which regret is, that? Um, no, I don't regret that at all. Cause I have wonderful children. They're caring and, and, um, I'm just proud of them all. So now, thanks, Mom. yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so now that they're set in there on their own, I'm now I'm focusing on myself, which has been a little bit of a challenge. I mean, I why do you say that? I've been dating or going on dating sites and meeting uh, different people. And but why is it a challenge? Do you feel like when you're older? Because there's so many different creeps, weird creepos out there. They're <laughs> old weird are. creeps. They are old and they're weird and creepy, but there are good ones out there. You just have to find them. And the, but the odds are so much slimmer when you're older because now you're just like picking one or two and hoping that you have a connection. When you're younger, usually in big crowds with friends and you know you have more people to choose from now you're and on your of, own because all yeah. your, everybody's married your friendship everybody's yeah, married yeah. it's harder so you have to find the ones that uh, that fit in your what you're looking for so it's really cutting you're it more slim. selective right but there's not that many to choose from mm. so it's kind of difficult it is but i feel like like siggy always says that you have to just get out there and go to different places and experience new things to meet different people instead of just staying on a website all the time. Absolutely. Well, I know, but I also realized, and I probably did this to myself, um, I spent, I have lots of friends and single friends and married friends, and I'm always doing activities and fun things, but mostly in my own little world, not in like single worlds. Mm -hmm. And I realized people aren't going to come knocking on my door and they're not going to come in my house and find me. I have to start doing things where I'm You're exposed, out of, I'm out of my comfort zone and exposed to other totally people. Yeah. So that's what my new goal is, is to get out there and do some more fun things. Yeah, you really Good. should meet, you know, now that you, you, you have so much time for yourself now, you should really focus on yourself. You've always 
focused on everybody else but yourself. So now's your time to do that. It's actually refreshing to have so much freedom to do whatever I want to really? do right now. Good yes. for you. <laughs> That's actually good to hear. I'm proud of you, mommy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Since you go on all, since you're on the online dating sites that we always talk about, mm-hmm. and I know that you've said some pretty funny or like weird dates before. Can you like tell us a funny date that you've been on? Or like a weird, bad date? Well, I haven't, I've had some strange ones. You know, people go out and, and order, sh- want to sh- share a meal as opposed to, you know, get your own meal. Like, we'll just share. And then you've got a fork and you're like, wait, the same for the thing. first date, you yeah. meet somebody and they, and, and they order for you like a shared meal. Yeah, they don't and they're like, ask well, we'll what just you share, are. You know, this and they like, do they ask you thing. if you want to share or do they just order? I kind of let the date take it over because I don't like to be in control. And, and a lot of times I don't want, even when I do order something on, on my own, I don't want someone to feel that they're obligated to pay for me. So I always offer, you know, well, I'll- well, what do you mean? Wait a second. Hold on. Somebody's like, let's share a meal. And you're like, okay. And they order it. Or do you have any input on what they say? You want? Do you like this? And I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. And that's all they order. So we've got this one plate and we just share it. That's so it. Like, yeah, that's it. Oh so my like, God. Oh, I'd walk away so right away. Weird. I would walk away right away. And hold on. And you were saying now you then, offer to pay. Oh, that's like weird to, too. I learned a lesson on this one. I offer to pay because I don't want anyone to think that I'm taking advantage of them. And I know it's Wait, difficult. Hold on. You're going on a, a date. date. I know, but it's difficult for people that you know go on all these dates all the time and they have to always pay for the woman. And I just don't feel that. Okay. By the know. second date, you offer, not the first. No, I know. That's a big no-no. But I do. And um, a couple of times I've done it. And they've accepted my offer. So now I don't oh do it anymore. God. So wait, they, how many times? Like a lot of people have accepted I've done it about three offer. times. And they're like, oh, that's really nice. Thanks. <laughs> like, and has it and have you, and were like, you turned off by that? Like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm done. You're done. Oh my God, they'll never pay for another thing. <laughs> no, Who are you kidding? The first time meeting someone and they're paying for a date. You I, want somebody to feel yeah. like they're going to take care of you, right? No, the that's, first, and that's, and the first, on the first meeting. Date, and you're hitting it off with somebody, you should, mom, Absolutely. hello, do never not. offer to pay for anything. The second date, fine. The second date, fine, because you understand, but you don't offer to pay, no. never, for the first meeting, and you're hitting it off with somebody. No. no. This is all oh a learning curve, girls. And a gentleman, I feel like a man, I don't know. As a gentleman, is, you're right. Yeah, as a gentleman, you should, just for the first date, pay. treat a woman, right? if you're into her, especially. Yeah. So this is a funny story. I was, I talked to a guy online and we were trying to connect. And one night we, we texted like, well, let's meet on Monday. And I couldn't, uh, couldn't make it on Monday. He said, well, how about Tuesday? And he couldn't make it on Tuesday. So then I didn't hear from him on Wednesday. And then all of a sudden Wednesday night, I got a text and said, how about Thursday? And I said, um, Thursday's good. What time? And it was, they were like, uh, five 30 or something like that. I'm like, okay, yeah. that sounds good. Where do you want to meet? The next text was, your house and I went. Oh, I'm sorry, but I don't give anyone my address the first time. You texted them that, like, yeah. Don't texting back and I'm sorry, but I don't give anyone my address on the first date. And then I, I, I said, I don't give anyone my address. And the next tech was, well, how am I supposed to give you an estimate for the cleaning? <laughs> Sweet, it was that it was a cleaning lady. I was getting an estimate. Oh from. my god. <laughs> You we, texted the cleaning lady and you thought it was your date, the yeah, guy that you were supposed to go on a date with? I didn't identify his number in my How phone and I didn't know it was the cleaning lady. The worst. It was my cleaning lady, Wait, too. Have you ever texted somebody and then it, like about the person and it went to... Oh, my God. It happens it, all we, the time. You, you were texting somebody to a friend about somebody, but you actually ended up texting the person that you were talking about. It happens all the you time. You do that? No, hell no. But Yeah, you my, have. Don't no, lie. I You're smiling. My the only reason why is I have two employees who work for me or used to work for me. And the one girl really didn't like the other girl. Oh and God. Text and text me wife. Well, I think she was texting another girl who worked with us, you know, about all these things that said girl didn't do right and was terrible and so on and so forth, but text it to her directly by accident because the girl had text her like, hi, it was absolutely (laughs) horrible. So then of course it turned into a big meeting at the office, but it happens all the time. People don't realize I've done it myself where I'm thinking I'm texting my husband. Thank God I don't send anything scandalous, but you know, I think I'm texting my husband and I send it to a friend like, oops, sorry, meant to send that to Chris. Like, <laughs> didn't really mean to do it. You're typing. Under. I know because you don't realize you don't realize, you know, you're in the middle of a thought. But and then at work with emails, too, where uh, some 
you one of our employees sent a text oh, to no. the supervisor and didn't mean to. It was said something not nice about them. So it was definitely a problem. Yeah, you have to be careful. Mom, I feel like you always text the wrong person. Well, that's because sometimes <laughs> I don't pay attention. Well, that's my point. You're so yeah. in the middle of a thought that while you're in the middle of the text message, somebody else texts you and you look at it, but you go back to the thought that you had. Yeah, but not not only that, when you get a little bit older, your eyesight kind of... All right, blame oh, it on the eyesight. Blame it on the eyesight. So I don't sure. always look really close and I just like, oh, then just send that. Oh, damn. I'm like, <laughs> I just can't. Sometimes my mom kills me she's so funny <laughs> have you gone on any other uh datings like have any other dating online dating stories that you want to no talk about? i mean um i can't remember them all right now but i definitely have had some crazy ones but i will say i've dated uh some long-term relationships and it takes a while to get to know somebody like at first i'm like head yes. over heels and i'm like oh this guy is great and we're going out and doing so many things and i'm and months go by and i start to see like little signs like something's not right i don't quite know what's right and then my kids would we would go out you know all together as a family or whatever do something i remember your birthday when we went on the boat yeah he had a boat so we all went on his boat and uh or one guy anyway one guy this one guy and we all were going out for dinner and really nice and this woman was driving another boat a smaller boat and i guess she wasn't in the right lane or however you maneuver these boats he was like yelling at her and i just we but all were like, we were all, oh, we were all shocked. But I'm not going to lie. I thought everybody was friendly on a boat. You know, they have those commercials where everybody's waving Whoa, to each other. Him. <laughs> not him. No, he was nasty. mean. He was mean. And, and that then, was like the first sign, I think. And then when we went on vacation, remember how he was with our oh, family that came in? We had family creepy. from out of town. It was his way or no way. Yeah, he was just, you know what? He was an, a little bit of an alcoholic and not a good guy. But you're right how it takes a long time to but really get to know somebody. That's a good point. So people put up a facade at first. They're never their true selves until time goes on and you start to see how they really truly are. He was drank a lot and then he would be not a nice guy. He would get a little nasty when he was drunk. So someone parked close to my car and he was like yelling at them. I don't really like that at all. I try to be kind to most people. So he was a little nasty. So he was out. How long (laughs) do you think it takes to really know? So I say between eight, so it's 12 months. So like about a year, I oh, think. No, you don't really I think know it somebody. happens way before then. No. Absolutely. No, I think I it think, takes a year. I think it takes a year to really mm-hmm. know, but I think signs are there before, yeah. but you don't see them because you only see the good stuff. You're happy. You've met somebody and then all of a sudden you go, wait a minute, you know, and you start to see all their signs. Yeah. But it takes I think a it while. happens a little bit earlier than a year. I think as a normal person who, I mean, you have to be able to look outside yourself or listen to those people who love you around you who start to tell you things. I was going to say, my next thing is, <clears throat> because we're kids, what if your kids don't like your like significant other or somebody that you're dating? That's really tough. Do you right. listen to your kids or would you stop dating somebody for what your kids say about them or would you continue dating them? Because if your kids notice bad things about your significant other, are you going to listen to your kids or are you going to? Just do your own thing. And this is in general with anybody. Like, what would you do? Yeah. Would you well, listen you have to, to your kids or would you listen? Would you still date the guy and try and find out for your own self? Well, first of all, you have to go by your kids. If your kids are negative and they always find something wrong with everybody and everything, you have to, you know, listen to your own gut then and go with what's best for you. But if your kids have good intuition and they're telling you things that they see and you really have to listen to them, um, I mean, your family is your family. They're not going anywhere. And I hate to say it, but boyfriends and girlfriends, they come and go quite often. So you really can't make your family decision based on these people until there's a a really established relationship for a long time. And then you can take their everything into consideration. But I think um, if my kids are telling me that there's something wrong with the person I'm dating, then I would listen to my kids. I would too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, even though I know it's like my I, own I life, I agree but with still. my mother. I agree with my mother. If your kids are just always negative and are like they don't like change, and a lot of people don't like change, Agreed. and that's what it really comes down to. Um, you know, you have to you have to think about it for yourself. Think about if your kid is really doing this just to do it, or yeah. if you start to see reasons why yourself. After your kids say things. Well, I remember when I had, um, when you guys were much younger, I dated some other guy and I really liked him, but my youngest daughter was very put off, did not like me having another person in my life, was very 
upset Rachel, about. we're talking about you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we all have gone on vacation oh, down I'll the shore. That. Oh, yeah. And so are we talking about when we hopped on his car to get in, break into the house that we were staying? Yeah. <laughs> a little dent in his hood. That that was a not oh, a good, yeah, we a good thing. Oh yeah, we dented his hood. Yep, sure did. <laughs> You're bad kids. Anyway, yeah. but anyway, he went to hold my <laughs> he went to hold my hand, and she was so upset. My daughter came between us and. Push him away, said she was she, young. She was young, but just to young. show you how kids, you know, uh, get affected by their parents with somebody else, not their dad or yeah. their mom. So she would not allow him near me and she cried and it was a very hysterical thing. And I remember telling him that, you know, listen, I've got to take her feelings into consideration and we need to handle this with kick gloves right now. And he was like, no, you just too bad. She's a young kid. You just have what? to do it. See ya. I basically, that was the reason why I did end that relationship. But wow, I, I will tell that. you, after we had that argument with him, at the end of the night, all the kids sat with her and talked to her and explained, the older kids, explained how your parents need to meet new people and, and what was happening and that it really wasn't such a bad thing. And by the next morning, she said, okay, it's okay if you hold hands today. So she just had to understand it and he listen was, to everybody. that guy who told didn't understand Yeah, but, that, but now the damage like, was done. I'm sorry. So. When it do, if, I, if it belong, Anything with your kids, your kids come first. So over right. anybody. Right. I agree. I and agree. I, so. My kids are not even too. So there goes another one bites yeah. the dust. <laughs> We're always like, Mickey, it, we can't even imagine how your beautiful kids are going to grow up to be because we, because being your sister, I'm like, you're so bad. Imagine if your kids are just like oh, you. Oh, I can tell you right now, my first daughter is going to push her limits and push mine too. <laughs> she already does. We always it's, think about like the things we did growing up. And we're like, oh God, now you have two kids. We're like, we can't even two imagine. Girls, two girls. And that's another story completely. If yeah. you want to start talking about what kids are doing these days, opposed to what we did, like I still had like, crazy hair, like huge hair. We didn't my have mom, straighteners. No, hell no. My mom had to have an iron and an ironing yes. board and that's how we ironed our hair. Like these kids are getting professional photos Wait, done. Um, they get their hair curls, put on makeup for their school pictures. I know. I had a scrunchie on the top of my head. Hell yeah. <laughs> and a plaid shirt. It, it was disgusting. And I'm like, my hair was gross. We didn't have hair no, or anything. No, no. I had a bump and then the hair went straight. Yeah, it was really bad. Oh, Ugh. terrible. I don't even want to whip out any of my school, old school <laughs> pictures. They're so gross. And I kind of blame my mom for that. No, it was yeah. the times. I'll take, I'll, I mean, I blame my mom, but it was also the time, the yeah, years. We didn't have what Things they have are now. totally different now. Totally and different. Bring in social media. Forget about it. Oh, I'm so sick of social media. But anyway, this actually, I have a segment where I talk about on my Sammy Takeover and it's just like my topics that I like to talk about or I go through in my daily life, but or stories that I remember. So speaking of hair, have you ever gone to like get a haircut and while the hairdresser's doing your hair, you hate it or afterwards? And have you ever spoke up to the hairdresser about it? Oh my God. Well, I have a story. I was in high school when this happened to me. And of course, you know, when you're in high school, it's a crucial time. You want to like look your best and, and you're trying to be your best there. And yes, you want to look hot in high yeah, school because yeah. there's probably some older senior or something hell that you want to yeah, exactly. look for. That's the truth. And that's exactly what happened with yeah. me. And <laughs> so I remember going to the hair salon and it was nothing. And I just needed a quick trim and they cut my hair and I said, oh, you know what? I'd like an angle from the front down. Oh, like angles. Like, yeah. I like know. from my chin mm -hmm. down to my shoulder or whatever. And I remember her taking my hair and literally cutting it like steps. So it was like zigzagged down. And I remember going home. It was home. just chopped. It was chopped. It was, so you didn't say anything. You just I didn't home. say a word. I went home and I cried my eyes out. I cried so bad. And we actually were at my dad's house that night. And I think I ate a whole sleeve of Oreos because I was so upset. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> I but, eat that on a regular daily yeah, basis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but my mom... I'm so thankful she had a hair appointment the next day because I did not have to go to school. I went, <gasps> oh, she lucky gave you. me her hair appointment. That's sweet. <laughs> and I went, but the way to fix it was to cut my hair short. So I, lo I love my hair long. Yeah. They had to cut it to my shoulders and I was literally so upset. I'm like, so well, thank God it's fixed. But oh my God, I look so terrible. So when I was younger, talking about sisters, my sister back in the day, anyone in my era will remember there was a, the shag and you used to take your hair in a ponytail and put it at your forehead and then you'd cut the ponytail off and then their hair would fall back and it'd be all layered in a great shag. 
So my sister took my hair in a ponytail, cut it off. You let your sister down. do that? Yeah, I let my sister do, but not in front of a mirror. So now she's like, I would oh, never I just, do that. Sam. I just have to trim it. Well, my sister kept trimming and trimming. She was just having fun with cutting and cutting and cutting and cutting. And before you know it, it was up to my ears. I cried. My mother was so upset. She took me to the beauty parlor to try to fix the mess. And they cut it as short as they could. I looked like the Dutch boy on Dutch boy paints. Oh, I have no idea who that is. And then we walked in. You know who that is, right? I don't know who that is. Oh, he was the Dutch boy on Dutch remember. boy paints. Yeah, you like, do? Yeah. So he looked like a little boy. So then we walked into the bakery next door to the shop. And the lady who knows my mother goes, Stella, your son looks just like you. <laughs> That's terrible. That's embarrassing. That's terrible. Oh, my God. I've actually never had a, I don't think, a bad haircut. Except when I was younger, um, I cut my hair real short. real short up to my ears like a belt. Your face because looked I, like a monster. A meatball. Yeah. <laughs> my face looked like a big round meatball. I will never cut my hair short again. And that's Me why I have either. long hair. And I look back at pictures and I'm like, what was I thinking? I'll yep. never do Agreed. that. Agreed. Long hair is the way to go. Yeah. Okay. So my next topic is, have you ever had a beauty mishap while out in public? And if so, what was it? Well, I could talk about my hair. So I have really curly hair and it's... It, can tend to get frizzy. So I love to straighten my hair because it gives a different look and my hair usually takes very well. But when, you know, we live in New Jersey and the humidity here is horrendous. Yeah. My hair legit grows. And I'll even say to like my friends, like I can feel my hair growing. How bad is it? And growing, like growing, like, like growing frizzier. sideways. It goes like this. It like grows out. <laughs> It'll be like know. all nice and beautiful and straight and have a little curl to the bottom. You mean like getting really cute. And thick and oh like just my God. Like an afro. Exactly. Like I look like the before pictures. You know how on infomercials where they're talking about different uh, products to help like straighten your hair or curl your hair? I'm the before picture <laughs> when humidity gets to me. Oh no. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, that happens to me too. Yeah. Mom, have you? I don't know if I've had any real mishaps that I can think of. Give me a minute and I'll. Okay. I definitely have. Um, <laughs> When I go out, sometimes I put on fake eyelashes. And one time I let somebody else do it. And I didn't realize that I was out the whole time. But a part of my eyelash was off. So part of it was dangling. Well, here's I, my question. I didn't question. even feel it. But I got home and I was like, cool. I was out this whole night like this. Nobody well, that's even told what, me. That's what my question is. You don't have – your friends didn't tell you it was Nobody told off? me that I had a dangly eyelash. <laughs> I say that to Chris all the time. Like if I have something in my teeth, like – you didn't tell me I had something in my teeth. Oh my That's God. the same thing. I tell my friends all the time, then I feel bad. I'm yeah. like, oh, well, I you know what? You. I'll tell you what. I'd rather my friends tell me that something's going on <laughs> than, let so me, awkward. than let me go around with my eyelash hanging oh off my. or something in my teeth. Like the other day I was out. I'm like, oh, you got something in your teeth. And then they're like, oh, and they try and get it. And I'm like, feel oh, bad that I just told them whoops. that. Now they're freaking out that there's something in their teeth and they can't get it. It's so embarrassing. But <laughs> I would rather tell my friend. Agree. But it's just like, it's so embarrassing. Well, my, girl, my something in girlfriend at work just the other day was in the bathroom. She was cracking up. She goes to the bathroom and when she, she comes out, she goes, you're not going to believe what happened to me. The toilet paper got stuck in her pants so she pulled it up. But... It, but the bottom of it was in the in the toilet bowl. So when she got up, the toilet paper smacked the back of her leg. And she's got all this wet pants. That's so gross. You know, I'll never forget the story. And Sam, this is actually one of your friends. Oh, geez, moms. I don't remember. And it was. Oh, I got to tell this one. I got to tell this one. All right. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I, won't, I won't give names. No, don't. Okay. Please so, don't. She was, she was in her house and alone and she always was a little, you know, didn't like being alone. And she had to go to the school to pick up her daughter for a reason. And she was in the shower and she heard this uh, noise. So she, um, she was afraid. She didn't know what was going on. So she threw on some clothes and she ran downstairs. She's looking at her house. What the heck was that noise? So she, couldn't find anything. So she went back in the room to hurry up and get dressed. She had to get to the school. And she's like, she looks on the bed and her bra is gone. She's like, holy crap. Where the hell is my, someone is in this house. Where the hell is my bra? <laughs> she's like so scared now. So she quickly gets dressed. She puts her yeah. bra and her shirt on. She goes to the school and she's walking down the hall. She gets to the, the office. She picks her daughter up as they walk, they walk away. Her daughter looks at her and says to her when she got out to the car, mom, and here she was. She had put her bra on and hooked it in the front so the back cups were hanging in the back. In <laughs> she, forgot she, she forgot she hooked it and put on another bra and another short shirt so she walked through the school with her bra on her butt. <laughs> and here she thought somebody stole her she bra. She thought someone stole That's it. Hysterical. That's a funny beauty mishap. 
<laughs> one time I was um, actually in the Jersey Shore and I was wearing flip flops and my flip flop broke on the oh. boardwalk. And that was the worst. I had to, I had to I find another that place feeling. to get another shoe. That was the worst because here you are on a boardwalk with I'm scared I'm going to get a splinter. Yep. It was really terrible. And then forget about that splinter. Gross diseases. Forget about that. <laughs> Oof. Especially in Seaside. But anyway. <laughs> okay. So another um, topic question I have is a little more serious. <clears throat> okay. What do you do if you meet a new friend out and you're getting along and having great conversation and you're like, oh, I really like this new person I just met. So you exchange phone numbers and then you get home and the next day and the next day after that and the next day after that, they just blow up your phone nonstop. Oh. And then you're at a point where you're like, okay, I thought they were really cool. Now they just keep on texting me all day long where you're like, um, I'm not going to really answer them right now. I'm kind of going to leave it alone a little bit. But then they start sending you Snapchats to see if you read it, to see if you're getting like their texts or anything. Do you, what do you do in that situation? If you meet somebody for the first time and you like them now, you don't, now you feel a little uncomfortable with with what's going on. Block and delete. Absolutely. That person is way too much. That's a red flag. And Absolutely. There's something too much that if they're doing it now, they're going to do it again. Yeah. There's no, it's just a friend. Like, no, if, yeah, like no. if I'm meeting a new friend and they keep blowing up my phone, but then you're like, wait, I thought you were cool. And if you meet them in person again, they're cool. But then they just keep blowing up your phone and you're kind of like, I never talked to my own mother this much. No. Why am I going to yeah, talk to you? No, I just ignore it. I would too. Sometimes you but just aren't have you to- coming off rude. Yeah. But you know what? I'm a bitch. So whatever. Okay. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> No, for real though. Sometimes you have to just kind of say like, chill out. Such dude. an awkward thing. Somebody can right. have the nerve to, to do that. You just have to chill out. Yeah. You have to say yeah. like, relax a little bit. You know what? I'm really busy right now. I'll text you when I get a chance. That's it. Or well, that delete. That's a nice way to put it. Delete, delete, delete. Lock and delete. That's the advice I always give. Okay. So what do you do? Have you ever, okay. What do you do if your friend really likes this guy, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then you go out and your other like best friend um, is single and doing their own thing. And then they, they meet the same guy that your other friend's dating with out. But they're not together. They don't like each other. They're just friends. And you're put in this awkward situation that you're That's seeing it. your other friend now with this guy that your other friend likes. What do you do? Do you tell the person? Well, you have to let, let them make decisions for themselves. So like, for example, if I'm out with two of my friends, right? My one girlfriend is friends with this guy. She brings this guy out. She wants nothing to do sexually or intimately with this guy. No. And the other friend is attracted to him. I'm going to kind of play but it the friends off. aren't really like friends. Like I'm friends with both yeah, separately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so are they there together? No, they're not there together. No, I'm saying are, you're all out. Your friend who knows you and the other friend who knows you with this guy. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> she got the story wrong. Samantha, you go out. And you invite your friends out, right? Yes. Okay, so both friends come out. One friend brings this guy. Who the no, other no, friend- we're, they're not out together. No. Oh, that's my question. No, they're out separately. But then I'm like, wait, why is this guy with my other friend when he's talking to my other friend? Get what I'm saying? Oh, this is difficult. It's you a keep tricky situation. <laughs> you just I'm just saying, I stay would out stay of out of it. But it's yeah, just I an would. uncomfortable thing because I feel like they're both my friends. I don't know. Oh, no, so wait, your other friend is to talking to this guy and this friend is just the friend with him? I guess. Or I don't know if he thinks it's, an, I don't know what goes on. But I'm so just if you don't know like all that. the details, just mind your own business. It depends yeah. on how good of a friend you are with the other friend. Like I'm not going to lie. Like if your other it. friend, if you're best friends with the other friend and the, this guy is out with your other friend, I would be telling your best friend. Yeah. But they're both I would say at it. the same level of friendship. <laughs> uh, I would tell one friend to tell the other friend. Not you. Yes. Love that one. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, um, thank God that's over with in my life. But anyway, (laughs) just keep my mouth shut. But anyway, okay. Would you ever fight over a guy or have you ever fought over a guy with your friends? No. You've never dated the same guy as your like other friend? God, I wish I had that problem. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Oh my God. Keep working on it, mom. Keep working on it. That's hysterical. Yeah, no, I could care less. If there's a guy who, like, is doing something shady or is going to talk to another friend behind my back, like, screw them. Uh, exactly. See ya. See ya. I have no patience. Like, I'm really, like, I remember I was really close. I had my best friend and she was dating this guy. I was really close with him as well. And I remember him, like, showing up and, like, sorry, mom, but he, like, 
came to my house and like showed me his penis and I was like, Peach? Is I was like, get out of here. Like, he dude, you, you are peach. with my girl. I'm like, sorry. I want no anybody part of just that. whip out a peach like that. Because people are s- fucked up. Oh my God. Like, legit. He showed you his peach. Yeah. And I was like, I dude, I want no part. It wasn't even how'd big. You even look at him the same? How'd you even look at him the same? <laughs> I didn't. Oh my God. How could, you. how could you even me you told your friend about this no i <gasps> never i would have totally told but my they broke up like two weeks later so it worked out <laughs> oh my god because then your friend would probably be like you're a weirdo i think the friend wouldn't believe you anyway. well i'm just saying i literally got out of the situation quick but at the same time That's so like, awkward i'm telling you it's so awkward this was in my house no outside <laughs> of it. oh my god outside. mom you if only you knew half the stories that go on and oh when we yeah grew let's up. talk about let's those. not oh. let's see that for another day um yeah that i can't believe you saw a peach but anyway <laughs> i've seen quite a few peaches anyway I don't, I don't even want to hear it i don't even want to hear it let's dive into um i can read what um because I have a divorced parent and my sister has been in an amazing relationship for so long. I feel like we should dive into one email, just see how that goes. So I'll read yeah. it real quick and then you guys can give me your feedback. But um, somebody writes, I'm going to anonymous. I love your show. I've been la- listening for the last few months and you guys are awesome. You give great advice and it's so nice to hear some girl talk. I'm 32 years old and got, a ga- got engaged a few weeks ago. Oh. My fiance and I have been together for a little over two years now, and we're both 32 years old. Neither of us have been married before or engaged before, and we have no children. I know it seems a little odd because I'm 32 and older to get engaged, but I wasted 10 years with the wrong person. But thankfully, I woke up, discovered my worth, dumped that loser, and found the man of my dreams. Go, girl. Go, you go, girl. Seriously. Anyways, she said that she announced her her engagement to her friends and family members and started to plan her wedding. She goes, as Siggy knows, your mother should be involved for advice, support, etc. But I do not have nor have I ever had a relationship with my mother in about six years. However, since the engagement, I felt pretty sad about not having my mother even around, um, even though she has a great stepmother and grandmother, mother-in-law to be and sister-in-law to be. It's just not the same. She goes, my mother was a very toxic person. When my parents got divorced, I was 11 years old and my brother was two years old. I remember my mother becoming a totally different person. She would yell and scream all the time, hit my brother, involve us both in her post-divorce relationships to try and manipulate her flavor of the month boyfriend, among many other things. So pretty much the mother's little toxic. Just their relationship went downhill. She goes, when I got older, I moved out and she tried to kick me out of places I was renting, tried to get me fired from jobs, tried to get restraining orders on my boyfriends. Just a really toxic, crazy relationship this person has with her mother. She goes, also while doing all this, she told multiple people that we both know that she was a drug addict, yada, yada, just a bunch of lies. She goes, I finally had enough. And six years ago, I cut off all communication with her. Congrats for you. I blocked her. I blocked all her phone numbers, her email addresses from my phone. She did not know and still does not know where I live. My brother also has no relationship with our mother because of her behavior. She did the same things to him. Even as a, t- even as a, I type this, and this isn't even half of the awful things she's done to me, I don't know why I feel sad and guilty for not including her, but I do in, in her wedding. I don't want to put myself, my fiance, and his family in her line of fire. She is ruthless. Example, if I told her I was engaged, she can look up the marriage license and find out where I live, my fiance's names, his parents' names, and she will attack them the same as she did to me and my brother. So please give me some advice on this or maybe just help me confirm my decision to not have a relationship with my mother. Maybe some outside, unbiased, third-party opinions will be helpful. Thank you so much for taking the time to read this and keep up the great work on the podcast. Well, thank you so much for writing in. And this is a very difficult and uncomfortable situation. And... I hope my mother and sister can give you some insight or advice or just yeah. some girl talk and help you with this. So what do you guys think? Well, I can understand her concern because like I said, I've been there, you know, when you get engaged, the first thing I did was called my mother, you know? Yeah. But when you have and a very uncomfortable I, relationship, it's different. Absolutely. So I can understand her hesitation or her feelings like, oh, wow, I wish I kind of maybe my mother wasn't like this and I could involve her in this. Um, but if your mother is that toxic, sometimes it's best left alone, alone, you know? Um, 
as as hard as that is for me to say that because I have such a great relationship with my mother. Not everybody has. No, exactly. Mm -hmm. And and you know what? It would be more difficult for her to have to involve her mother than it would be to not involve her mother. Well, Since you're kinda, a mother, let's hear your point of view. Well, she kind of said she just wanted to maybe connect with her a little bit and maybe just open a little bit of a door, but she doesn't want her to get too, super involved. She just wants to get her involved a little bit. And it's either all or none. So if you can't open that door and let your mom in 100%, then uh, I suggest you don't do it, especially when it's not just you that is having the toxic relationship, but your brother's uh uh, and where, you don't want you know, the toxic relationship to reach out to your fiance absolutely. and his family. If you things absolutely. are going great, you don't want to, to ruin the great moment. And this, you are getting married, so it's a wonderful time in your life, and you want to celebrate it. You don't want anything to bring you down on your absolutely. special day. Absolutely, absolutely. And you're only feeling this now because you have something wonderful that's happening in your life. But in the past six years, if you haven't felt like you wanted to bring her in without an occasion, then this occasion shouldn't be the reason why you're bringing her in. Yeah, maybe you could do something else separately. Make make a dinner reservation. Right, maybe after. Slowly ease into it and see how it goes. And right. then from there on, you never know. I mean, because she could have gone through a very bad time in her life and you have to give her a little bit of a, uh, you know, she sounds like it was devastating or before the relationship went awry that she was probably a better person. So this thing seemed to have changed her. Yeah, or, maybe people can mm-hmm. change. Absolutely. So you yeah. never know. But they, she also sent a gorgeous photo of her, her and her fiance, and they are beautiful. So, all the best to yes, you. Yes, all the best and congratulations. Good luck and have so much fun planning your wedding because that's what it's about. It's such a fun time in your life, yeah. and and it's totally worth it. And you're going to marry the man of your dreams. So you know what? Focus on that, and everything else will fall into place. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining me today in my podcast. Thank you. But that's all the time we have for today. So tune in to next week. I'll be back with some more guests or maybe Siggy and Claire will be back. I don't know yet. Um, But tune in and don't forget to follow us on our Instagram at Just Saying Pod and on Twitter at Just Saying underscore pod and email us because even though Claire and Siggy are not here right now, I still go through the emails and our email address is DearJustSaying at gmail.com. Thank you guys. Just saying. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.